You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. And Tony, week nine may be one of the more interesting DFS weeks that I have seen in a while. I mean, if you told me at the beginning of the week, right, that like Deshaun Watson with his great matchup against the Colts, if you told me at the beginning of the week that Zeke Elliott was not playing, I mean, we have a lot of moving pieces here to manage the trading deadline as well. Week nine, very interesting for DFS, huh, Tom? I'll tell you right now. If you go back to the beginning of the week, the first night, we had a poll. Deshaun Watson or everybody else? I guess everybody else is the correct pick. And then DeAndre Hopkins, is he too expensive? If we had that poll today, I think 99% of the people would say too expensive. Yeah, absolutely. And if we talked on Monday, would we say someone like Kenyon Drake or Damian Williams might be of value, you know, at a certain point in time? I mean, come on. This has been a very interesting week. And honestly, Tony, it kicked off last night, week nine, with Thursday Night Football, uh, Bills and Jets. Our guys were there in full force. They had a good time. But also, this home dog trend continues. Would you believe that Josh McCown and Tyrod Taylor are both top 12 quarterbacks? Uh, Tyrod Taylor is so interesting because with the addition of Jordan Matthews being healthy another week from that thumb, Charles Clay is going to be back in week 10. You bring in Calvin Benjamin. This is a quarterback coming into the season that was top seven going back to 2015 and 2016. I'm starting to see it again, and I think it's a great, great chance for you guys in season-long leagues. If you're unhappy with your quarterback play, go get him now for your stretch run. Yeah, absolutely, Tony. You look at the Bills' offense. They have a top-five running back, a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over and is a threat with his legs. They just traded for a prototypical outside X receiver. They have a guy like Jordan Matthews in the middle who can move the chains. They have a slot guy in Zay Jones. They have a tight end in Charles Clay, and they have one of the top three defenses in the NFL in terms of point per game, which is good enough to get shellacked by the Jets on Thursday night. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Last night was a good night for Tony. Tony was a little tired after the show last night. Uh, so I was, I was, uh, had to do a little something. And then right before game time, I was getting a little dozy. And I realized, geez, I didn't, pu- I didn't put in any lineup. So I put in one lineup really quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony decided to go with Matt Forte nice. as his running back in that game. Because it, you went and you looked what the Jets had been doing. And they've been going the offense to the backs. But it always came down. Is it Forte or is it Bilal Powell? I went with Forte. Only 4.1% of the people went with Forte, which was amazing. Uh, 48% of the people did go with LaShawn McCoy and got two and a half points. Yeah, absolutely. So you're sitting pretty right there, Tony. But this episode, Tony, is about the people. We are going to put together the people's lineup for Week 9. And then if you've been listening to us for NBA DFS action, Tony's going to give you his DraftKings NBA lineup at the end of the show. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. When we come back, we build the lineup for the people for Week 9. But, Tony, I want to find out during the break, what was that something you were doing that you had to do that made you dozy. Can you tell us about that when we get back? Get back to that. 
Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell Greg Sussman say you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Today and every day we are presented by DailyRoto.com. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata getting you ready for week nine of the NFL and more importantly, the daily fantasy football season. Tony, quarterback is very, very interesting this week, in my opinion. And uh, you put some polls up, as always, before the show at the Tony Sincata. You can always follow me at Spittin' Speeds as well. What we do is we put up the polls position by position, except for reverse cowgirl, Tony. And we figure out which quarterback the people want so that we can enter them in our lineup. The people are not doing as well, but we're going to get out of a hole for week nine. We've got Drew Brees at 7,000, Russell Wilson at 7,300, Tom Savage at 4,600, and Jameis Winston at 5,800. Tony, I want to start with Tom Savage. Listen, I've been doing this with you now in the NFL season for about nine weeks. We've been doing this every single week. We have talked about the quarterback that was facing the Indianapolis Colts pass defense. It has been a tried and true thing that we have talked about, you know, with some less than stellar quarterbacks. So why not do that and have the incredible value of Tom Savage at 4,600. I just figure it can do a lot of other things in your lineup. I kind of got to like this, and I like that he's going to throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins about 15 or 16 times on Sunday. Here's the thing we got to remember. Now, the big I'll get the negative out of the way first. Yeah, he's, he's not a good quarterback. A he's not a good quarterback. Well, he's never, he's never thrown a touchdown pass. Like, that statistical analysis, that's hard to overcome right there. He's never done it. But let's go back. The coach, Bill O'Brien, chose this guy as the starting quarterback on week one. He said he's the guy. Then we have Will Fuller, and we have DeAndre Hopkins, two more than capable wide receivers. We have a fine pass catching back in Lamar Miller. We have a decent tight end, and we're going against the 29th team in the league allowing points to quarterbacks, and they get worse every single week. I'm going to throw Tom Savage out there at 4600 bucks. If I get 16, that's good enough. I get 20 points, all of a sudden, bang, I'm there. And then I can get Mark Ingram in my lineup. I can get, uh, I could go and get Mike Thomas in my lineup. I'll be able to get Doug Baldwin in my lineup. It just opens up a lot that I think it's worth the risk. Yeah, I completely agree with you and understand, Tony, this idea you've been teaching me about the 3, 4, 5X. You know, when you have a quarterback that's only at 4,600, all you really need, correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, all you need is, what, 13, 14 points? And you're sitting pretty. And then with the rest of your lineup, you can get some, you know, you can get some studs. Yeah, I mean, every week we go, we try to like try to find that cheap tight end, right. and the cheap defense. It's but sitting right in thing. front of you your look, face. It's against yeah. the Indianapolis Colts. We have attacked them every <laughs> week. 
And here's the thing. If you look at the championship winners in a lot of these big tournaments, the defense always scores 20-plus points. So maybe we spend a little more on defense this week, save money at the quarterback position, and still have a full, complete roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Tony Sincata and Spittin' Speeds both think that Tom Savage is a viable play. Hey, Tony, let me ask you this. If you were over on FantasyFactor.com, right, where you had to put a single-entry lineup, you know, you couldn't, you know, like, have shares of Tom Savage, would you do it then? Absolutely. And you know what? I'm going to go – I actually sent them an email today. I, uh, I, I, The guys at Fantasy Factor – on as far as getting some uh, answers on payout information, things like that. So I am going <laughs> you were to like, play I'm only going to do this if it's worth my while, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm going over there, and I'm going to put Tom Savage in my lineup. So if you guys want to participate, head over to FantasyFactor.com. Take me on today. If you think Tom Savage is a foolish pick, I'm telling you who I'm going to put in my lineup. So get over there, take me on, and you got one guy that's easy money, according to you. So let's go. The $22 tournament, I'm going to jump in this week over at Fantasy Factor. Nice. I like that. We'll see who is the bigger size fish, Tony or someone who wants to go against Tony. I know where my money is. Let me ask you this, Tony, though. I was really Here's the reason I'm really upset about the Deshaun Watson injury. Okay, because I was on this Drew Brees New Orleans Saints stack going into this week, right? And I was happy with the prices I was getting with Drew Brees and Michael Thomas as what I thought was an amazing matchup because I thought everybody would be on the Houston stack, right? And now, after this, I think there's going to be more people on Drew Brees. Right now, he is leading the poll at 48% at 7,000. I was on this earlier in the week. I'm worried more people will be on it now call me crazy tony no it's not crazy at all i think he's the safest play on the board and there's been holes in his game as of late when you look at it last week against chicago he had 11 fantasy points it was the first game i forget the number but it was over 100 games that he hadn't thrown a touchdown pass uh green bay the week before he only had one touchdown pass he did end up with 24 fantasy points we'll take uh detroit 13 and 19 there but i think when you look at this matchup this tampa defense is beat up it wasn't very good to begin with this looks like a great game for Drew Brees. I think he's the safest quarterback option on the board. I said I would play 20 to 25% of my lineups with Tom Savage. I would probably play the rest with Drew Brees. Yeah, fair enough. Drew Brees is, in fact, Speeds the Spitting Statisticians quarterback in his FanDuel lineup, which I'll be giving out a little bit later on in the show. But, Tony, we stay in this game. Right now in the poll, 14% like Jameis Winston at 5,800. I'm off this play, Tony. I mean, I don't buy the <laughs> shoulder. You know, I, I, you've been, uh... I've been telling you this idea that I think the Saints defense is a little bit better than it's been in previous years and is kind of like opportunistic when it comes to turnovers. You combine that with Jameis, who will turn the ball over, and I don't like this play at 5,800. I might rather Tom Savage. Tell me why you like Winston. I don't like Winston. In fact, he, he almost in didn't the make the What do you mean? Uh, yeah, because well, I, he's in he, he's in a lot of uh, the daily fantasy write-ups across the industry, so I don't like him. Uh, but I can make the case both ways for it. Uh, the injury is, is certainly a concern. You know he has all the weapons. This is a guy that's so up and down, and his play doesn't determine how many fantasy points he gets because sometimes he plays very bad, like Blake Bortles, and puts up a number of fantasy points. He took on a Buffalo defense that we thought was very good, and he put up 384 yards just two games ago against right. them in 28 fantasy points. In between that, he had a two and a six. 
I mean, so you don't know what you're going to get with him. And that $5,800 price tag is pretty inviting. You're only looking at 18 and 19 points. I don't like Winston. I wouldn't play him. Uh, but a lot of the sites out there are recommending Jameis Winston this week, and I understand why. All right, fair, fair enough. We'll see. It'll be a big-time test for who Pro Football Focus has rated as the highest rookie in their history, cornerback uh, Marshawn Lattimore for the New Orleans Saints. Let's see what he could do against a guy like Mike Evans. Hey, Tony, let's start looking at these running backs, okay? And at the running back situation, you have Mark Ingram at 7,600, Kareem Hunt also at 7,600, Lamar Miller at 6,200, and Todd Gurley at 8,100. And, Tony... We put up these polls at the Tony Sincata at Spittin' Speeds as well. And the first response, I believe, to this poll was, why not Zeke? So I ask you, Tony, why not Zeke? Yeah, Zeke wasn't suspended back. Uh, he wasn't back yet, back when the poll first came up and we were putting everything together. Uh, so that's there. So I can answer the Zeke Elliott question, though. Uh, Kansas City is actually a lot better against the run than the pass. Uh, but at 9000 bucks, I think he's a play anywhere. They're sixth in the league at allowing points to running backs. So Ezekiel Elliott, uh, he would have been in the poll had it been uh, a little earlier when I was putting this stuff together. Ezekiel Elliott, though, I wouldn't play him, though, in my lineup this week. I would actually drop down to Mark Ingram at $7,600. They're 23rd in the league in that game against Tampa Bay against running backs. I like him in that game, and he'd be the guy that I would go with. And if I was going to pair him up, I'd pair him up with the other guy, opposite of Zeke Elliott, Kareem Hunt mm. in this game. And I think Kareem Hunt is going to be under-owned this week uh, because fantasy owners are starting to think the tangles off. Kansas City's 29th in the league against running backs. 8,600, 7,600, I'll go with those two guys. Yeah, fair enough. I like both of those plays as well, Tony. You know, with Mark Ingram, people really just fail to comprehend what kind of production he also gets in the passing game. Four catches, five catches, you know, and he might break one of those big against what I believe is now a suspect defense in Tampa Bay. You talk about Kareem Hunt and against the Dallas uh, defense. The other thing is, listen, I think recency bias is in play with uh, Kareem Hunt. I mean, he faced that Denver defense for the first week, did not get above 100 scrimmage yards. He hasn't gotten into the end zone since, I believe, week three, Tony. I think, you know, maybe people are starting to think Kareem Hunt is not the play, but Tony, not our audience. Kareem Hunt is leading the poll right now at 38%. At our quarterback poll, it was 48% Drew Brees. So it looks like the people at this point are going Drew Brees at quarterback and Kareem Hunt as their RB1. How do you feel about that? I'll tell you what. I like it. I like it a lot. Now, the only negative I have on Kareem Hunt is is that you don't know what the workload from going from the NFL in one year from college football to the NFL is. You could hit that wall? Is he... From the yeah, match like, to the that, NFL? <laughs> yeah, is that? Yeah, I mean, you never know what's going to happen there, but we haven't seen evidence of that. He's only had one game against a great defense where he yeah. didn't put up big numbers. So put him out there. Don't feel bad about it. We'll worry about that in a couple of weeks. All right, fair enough. When we come back, Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata, we continue to talk about the running backs, Tony. I feel good. My lineup has almost everyone on it that's in one of these polls. The one player I don't have is a running back. I want to try to compel you once again. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Lineup Lock Live. 
is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row right, and you win two tickets to the Big Game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes, so make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are back on Lineup Block Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata getting the people's lineup ready for week nine. The people have some winning to do, and I believe it's going to happen as we answer these polls and we give you our take on the DFS week nine. Tony, so far we've got Drew Brees at our quarterback. I was on him. I'm just worried that more people will be on him now after the Watson injury. Kareem Hunt is our RB1 for the people, which I am not mad at. I have him in my lineup as well. Let's look at our RB2, Tony. Carlos Hyde at 5,200, Chris Thompson at 6,100, Buck Allen at 4,300, or Adrian Peterson at 5,600. Tony, this is a runaway. People want Adrian Peterson in their lineups. We've also heard that they are going to quote-unquote feed the beast this week against what is what we know as a really bad run defense. So I do think all signs point to Adrian Peterson being a value. Yeah, if he's got anything left, we're going to find out. 5600 bucks. Uh, they came out and said, hey, we're going to feed the ball uh, to Adrian this week. So uh, it's hard not to argue uh, about this play at 5600 bucks. I think he's going to be heavily owned this week. I'm going to try to stay away from Adrian Peterson. And it could be one of those things where, you know what, it, it, you can't if he gets two touchdowns and he gains 100 yards – Laying off him is going to – you can't make that up. So I'm just hoping that something happens here and the 49ers can rise up and stop a little Adrian Peterson. But if the people are getting it done, I'll root the people on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Tony. It's not that bad if the people, in fact, benefit by riding with Adrian Peterson because he is a runaway in our RB2 poll. It looks like the people want Adrian Peterson at 5,600. What I find intriguing in this poll, Tony, is Chris Thompson at 6,100. Let me tell you about him. First of all, I think all signs point to him being the uh, lion's share of the offense, okay? I do not believe in either of these outside receivers, whether it's Josh Dotson or Terrell prior against the Legion of Boom. We already know that uh, Jordan Reed is out, right? We know that the offensive line has also been eviscerated by injury. So this reeks to me of Kirk Cousins checking down left and right. Rob Kelly is questionable. They can't run the ball anyway. Why isn't this a ton of opportunity for Chris Thompson? I'll tell you what, I like him a little more this afternoon than I did yesterday because a word out of Seattle is that Earl Thomas Thomas. is out in this game. Yeah, Yeah, Cam Chancellor has two different injuries playing with, and he's not 100%, but he should game it out and he should play. Uh, We just saw Jeremy Lane, the starting quarterback, try to get traded, but he couldn't even Mm -hmm. get traded uh, because he – yeah, he couldn't pass the physical. So everybody's pointing on the Washington uh, injuries with the offensive line and some of those receivers, and I think they're staying away from Washington. And I keep, keep reading about how good of a defense they're facing. Well, that defense just let up 40 points to the Houston Texans. Right. And you could say what you want about Deshaun Watson. He's five games into his NFL career. And you have those injuries there. 
I think Chris Thompson is a great play here. I think Vernon Davis is going to be a good play. Mm-hmm. And I told James you about Crowder VD earlier healthy, in the week. Yeah, I don't, if Jamison Crowder was healthy, I would be going there. But without his health, I don't really know who's going to step up into that um, slot wide receiver there with the Washington Redskins. Whoever that is, it could end up being a nice play for people. Yeah, it could. Listen, I have uh, Jamison Crowder myself in my season-long team, and I need that because I have Stephon Diggs on a bye, right? But with the with the injury news, it's just a problem, you know? I thought it could have set up to be a big game for uh, Jamison Crowder after his big game, yeah. you know, in the slot. But with that health, it just doesn't look like it. But, yes, I also really like Chris Thompson at 6,100. But the people are going with Adrian Peterson. Tony, I want to ask you about one more running back. It's Carlos Hyde, who's getting 28% of the Support at 5,200. I want to ask you, generally speaking, it looks like the San Francisco 49ers have, you know, acknowledged and are moving on to next year with the trade of Garoppolo, that sort of thing. Carlos Hyde is a free agent in the offseason. At what point do you think we see more and more of Matt Breida? Certainly, you don't think it's this week. I, I have no idea where it's going to be. And, and here's the thing is Matt Breed is not an every down back. And right. I think that even if he was get there, so you don't want to all of a sudden put him out there 25, 30 carries, have him get an injury coming back into next year. So I think Carlos Hyde is always going to get reps. And if you look at it, he only had 12 rushes in the last game, 14, 13. So they're both getting work. It's the targets that keep going at Carlos Hyde. Nine targets, eight targets, six targets. Until we start seeing those switch over to Matt Breida, Carlos Hyde's still going to be playable in that salary down at 5200 It's a bargain. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you have compelled me, Tony, especially in this PPR format that we're talking about here in DraftKings. All right, let's 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 look at these wide receivers, Tony, okay? The uh, first, the wide-out ones of it all, let's say, you have Doug Baldwin at 6900 Michael Thomas at 7200 Sterling Shepard at 5200 and T.Y. Hilton at 4900 Tony, for the first time in a while, I think the people are going with a stack. They're voting Drew Brees. They're also voting Michael Thomas in a runaway. 54% of the people like Michael Thomas. Listen, Tony, I am with this Brees and the Saints in the Dome. They also, listen, Brees didn't throw a touchdown pass last week, was at 299, under 300. There is no way that happens twice in a row in the Dome against bottom half defenses. I love this stack. So funny you say that because if any quarterback plays fantasy football, it's Drew Brees. Like I've never seen a quarterback that cares more about his numbers than anybody else in the world. And in fact, I've seen him so many times uh, change the play at the one or two yard line and throw the ball to the tight end so he can get a touchdown pass. Like it's amazing. And it's great to watch if you're a fantasy player. So I agree. I think he comes back. And I think Mike Thomas is is certainly a strong play. He's the guy that's going to be in my lineups this week too. They're the third worst team at covering uh, wide receivers, Tampa Bay. I think Mike Thomas can have a field day, and he hasn't had it yet this year. He hasn't had it. So these guys, too, can commiserate there. Mike Thomas does not have a 100 yard game this season. Well, he will after this season, when we are, after this week, when we are talking on Monday, in my opinion. I've got this stack, and so do the people. Tony, I look at this poll, and I also think. What if I could have told you that you would have got you could have gotten like a at the beginning of the season top five top six wideout at the price of forty nine hundred dollars? Yeah. I mean, I understand that Jacoby Brissett is not Andrew Luck. I understand that this team is completely unravel 
feeling, and I believe that there is distrust in the organization between Andrew Luck, their fan base, and the front office. But at 4,900, he, like Tom Savage, lets you do a lot of other things with your lineup. All right. The Houston defense is absolutely beat up. We've talked about injuries the whole Mm -hmm. show, right? This Houston team has a ton of injuries. You saw what Seattle did to them last week. T.Y. Hilton has a game of 177 yards receiving and 153 yards receiving. If there's a possibility that those numbers could be put up and I have to pay $4,900 to take that chance, I'll take the chance. I'll put him in my lineup. He'll be in my lineups this week. Yeah, this is pretty much like a perfect GPP kind of play, right, Tony? I mean, like you said, this guy has the potential to have absolutely weak winning weeks for you. And if you have that at this price and you get other studs in your lineup, like a Mike Thomas and a Doug Baldwin and a T.Y. Hilton, we're talking about three quote-unquote wide-out ones that you could have in your lineup easily for the price, Tone. Yeah, so uh, I don't have – I'll tell you who my three wideouts are. I'll tell you, and we'll get a little break. I have two stud running backs. I'll put it at that. And I have Mike Thomas, T.Y. Hilton, and Devin Funches, who we'll talk a, bit, a little later, I think, in the next poll uh, there. And I'm happy with those guys in my, as my three wideouts. Uh, Tony, I think we are going to have a very similar lineup when we unveil our lineups a little bit later on in the show. Let's talk a little bit more about wide receivers. Another poll you have up here on Twitter at the Tony Sincata at Spin Speeds. It's Dane and Tony here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Some of the low-priced wide receivers I find interesting. You have Jarvis Landry at sixty-three hundred, but then T.J. Jones at thirty-five, Jeremy Macklin at four thousand, and Cooper Cup at forty-five hundred. Tony. I'm looking at this Rams-Giants game, and the Rams, uh, the Giants, excuse me, out of nowhere, suspended Jackrabbit Janoris yeah. Jenkins out of nowhere. Um, and I think, listen, I heard you on the uh, on target at the end saying that Jared Goff doesn't throw the ball enough, but I do believe that these Rams can score some points against the Giants. Why do you think Cooper Cup might be the wide receiver who is the beneficiary? That's always the tough part is that I, I agree that they can put up points definitely against the Giants this week. You take out the best uh, play on their defense, but the one consistent, and they have a hard time. Uh, Robert Woods is a, a decent wide receiver. Sammy Watkins is a defensive wide receiver. Cooper Cup's there, but Cooper Cup's the one that's targeted the most each and every week. And when he's coming out of the slot, the Giants also have a problem covering tight ends. Uh, there and so their linebacking personnel their safeties have been a problem and I think that opens up for Cooper Cup as opposed to the other wide receivers okay fair enough Cooper Cup has been like I said there have been some games where uh, Jared Goff has gone to the outside receivers and there's been others where it's been you know Cooper Cup Todd Gurley Tyler Higby for God's sakes you know so I completely see that and you know how bad the Giants are say like against the tight end that corresponds to the slot receiver especially when they all have to go next man up and at advance a little bit in their depth chart. So I like that play a lot as well. Cooper Cup is also leading the poll, Tony, at 4,500 with 37% of the vote. So to recap, Tone, we've got Drew Brees as our quarterback at 7,000. Kareem Hunt as our RB1. Adrian Peterson as our RB2. We're going with Cooper Cup, Michael Thomas, and Devin Funches, who we'll talk about a little bit later in our show. But I'm going to tell you something, Tony. You You've got Devin Funches. I've got Devin Funches. The people have Devin Funches. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on Lineup Lock Live. Tony, I think this Week 9 lineup for the people is shaping up pretty good. What do you think so far? 
I think pretty good, and you know what? I think it might actually make the salary cap this week, and we might not have to tinker. All right, fair enough. Well, we'll see. Maybe they're going to go at the top of the board elsewhere. We'll find out. But if you want to find out and you want to find up a lineup that's going to win you some cash this week, come on right back. It's Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We feel good about week nine. Come on right back. Lineup Lock Live. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman say it. Welcome back to Lineup Block Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And Tony, here in Studio 34, remember we were decorated all for Halloween. Now they've just left over a lot of the candy here, and I'm munching on it too much on the commercial breaks. I see you doing the same thing. we got to keep ourselves going with that sustenance, right? I got French bread uh, here tonight. Oh, no, I'm on these Snickers minis. Uh, so here, here's the thing, though, I wanted to tell people. I was watching the Fantasy BFFs this morning with uh, Greg Sussman, Dane Martinez, pinch hitting for Mike Florio That's and right. uh, Frank Stanfield. And you guys can get it on demand on iTunes, Google Play, or go to YouTube, subscribe to FNTSY Sports Network. 49,000 people subscribe. If you don't, you got to figure out why you're not like the 49,000 other people. But we'll get past that. You brought up something with DFS that was interesting to me because I was interested in the way you, you went about it. Okay. You said it was maddening when a guy came in first place in the Millionaire Maker and third. Right. Well, I'm going to take it one step further, which I think is more maddening. I've seen a guy come in first place and last place. That bothers me. That's right, because that that speaks to exactly why we need FantasyFactor.com, right? Because people diversify so much that that is possible. That means they're not a passionate fan, and they're even not a person that's going with their hunches or going with what they believe or listening to Dane and Tony on Lineup Block Live. They are That's like, Tony, that's like playing roulette and covering 28 of the 36 numbers, right? And then also having some on the corners some on whatever and hitting the perfect number for you to be able to take all the cash and that would frustrate me when i'm playing red and it keeps on coming up black 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 oh absolutely and as soon as i was listening to that i was like you know what i gotta remember to bring this up tonight that you know what his point is valid but i'm saying there's even a more frustrating when you see a guy come in last or in yeah. the bottom and he's got an entry there and you say man this just this guy doesn't know what he's doing he's just whatever the spreadsheet flows out exactly they all have got their algorithms but instead of those you need to first go on over to fantasyfactor.com where we play the single entry tournaments and then you need to listen to dane martinez and tony sincata on lineup lock live tony you're right i filled in on best friends forever and uh you know 
know how I always say on fantasy football that two-for-one trades when they're made, you want to get the one, you want to get the elite week winning talent? Well, you know, I pinched it. It was a two-for-one. We did just fine this morning on BFF. Shout to Greg Sussman and uh, Florio and Stanfield and the whole crew down there at BFFs. Tony, we were talking about Devin Funches, who is leading the poll at wide receiver three. I figure it is this. Listen, Kelvin Benjamin traded away. I don't know if Funches gets like more than, say, 12 or 13 targets, but he is the clear number one target and the red zone target for the Carolina Panthers this weekend. At 5,400, I'm with it. I'm with you. I think he's overrated, to tell you the truth, uh, to coming in this week. But the price tag's too low at $5,400 that I can't let it go by. He's a guy that could pick up some targets, but he only had three fantasy points against a poor Tamper defense. He had eight fantasy points a week with that, six before that. So the last three weeks combined, he's had 17 fantasy points. That's it. That being said, i got to take a chance. The price is low. He's the number one wide receiver on a team with a $5,400 price tag. I'll take it. The bottom line is the quarterback stinks, and that's the problem I got with throwing him out there. But I'm going to do it. I'm putting him out there, and I think it's all out there that says, you know what, there's more negatives than positives, to tell you, with him. But there's no other receiver that's a number one wide receiver except T.Y. Hilton. Right. That's 4900 and Devin Fund is 5400 They're the two lowest priced number one wideouts. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think those are incredible values. And, Tony, honestly, if you believe Cam Newton throws for, what, 270 yards, let's say, I got to figure two-thirds of that come from Devin Funches and Christian McCaffrey, right? So I, I'm into Devin Funches. I think he has the red zone target, and I agree with you. The value is there. The people agree with you as well at the Thirty nine hundred, Tony. Let's go to tight Cam end. Newton. Go ahead. Real quick though, Cam Newton's been getting a lot of fantasy points by running this year. It's true, uh, way more than expected. His last three games: one fifty four passing, two eleven, two thirty nine. Yeah, and this despite all the talk we heard in the offseason that they were going to try to not put him in danger this season. Tony, let's look at the tight ends. we got Jack Doyle at 4,300, the Reverend Superstar, Jimmy Graham at 5,000, Zach Ertz at 6,800, and Travis Kelsey at 6,700. Uh, Tony, Zach Ertz earlier in the week popped up on the injury report, I believe with a hammy. Head coach uh, yeah. Peterson said he's going to play. In fact, does this kind of uh, tweak give you any any concern combined with the price tag for a guy like Zach Ertz? I'm not going to actually uh, – the, the the injury isn't the concern to me, to tell you the truth. Okay. Um, I, I believe the coach, he's going to get out there and play. I think they took it easy with a guy this late in the year. He'll be out there. Uh, the price tag to me is the problem. We're looking at 6800 bucks. That price tag has gotten up. When he was 4000 5000 uh, we were eating it up. But now we're talking about he has to do what he's doing to be valuable for you. He has to get you 20 to 24 fantasy points. I'm not going to take that risk. In fact, on my uh, other uh, podcast, DFS Today, mm-hmm. I did the tight ends today, and I could have ended it in about 14 seconds. I said there's two words this week, Jack Doyle. And that's the only guy I'm even considering for playing. Really? Okay, Jack Doyle is leading the poll right now at 35%. Jack Doyle at 4,300. You don't, you know, listen, Tony, I know you're a smart man, and I know that smart men fade the recency bias. Jack Doyle, didn't he have like the best game of his season, if not his career, last week? But you're going to be with the people on Jack Doyle at 4,300. And after your take, I got two words for you. Yeah, he's had 14 targets in that game last week, but he had seven the week before, 11 the week before, seven the week before. I mean, those are Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz targets.
All right, fair enough. And listen, the people do agree. They have Jack Doyle at 35%, uh, 4,300. Tony, are you going to put in Jack Doyle and T.Y. Hilton in lineups? You're going to invest heavily in the Colts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. You're laughing about the, the realization that you're heavy on the Colts? Yeah. You're shoving with yeah, the Colts? Well- yeah, what was the week we had? We had a Vikings. We had and, uh, multiple Browns. We had a ton of Browns yeah. one week. We had a ton of Vi- Yeah, one week I think we had like I think that was the week we had like Rashard Higgins or Ricardo Lewis, and we had like Duke Johnson, and the people wanted Deshaun Kaiser as well. It was something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we're getting two Colts in our lineup this week. Uh, yeah, this is a kind. Of, it's kind of crazy. You don't want to face reality sometimes, uh, but you have to. It's there. These guys are underpriced because of the Colts. The situation there. And Jacoby Brissett, it, this guy, for whatever reason, it's his favorite target. He's not horrible. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. He's not horrible. But let me tell you something, Tony. I was going to have two words for you about the tight end position, but I see what you did. You snuck my guy in the flex. So that means you're okay with what I'm about to say as well. And oh, so yeah. are the people. I, I told yeah. you about it earlier in the week, and we received word today that once again, hey, surprise, Mr. Glass is not playing up in the Pacific Northwest. My two words for you, Vernon Davis, Tony. I mean, this guy is viable without Jordan Reed. I love him now. He's the beneficiary, too, of that uh, of the injuries with the safeties there because a lot of mm-hmm. times the safeties will go one-on-one yep. uh, with him. But you'll probably see one of the linebackers that take him there. Uh, so I like Vernon Davis a lot. They go to the tight end there, and I think you could actually get away with using two tight ends if you wanted to save a little money uh, this week. Uh, there is one running back I do like in our flex position poll uh, that who I think is underpriced uh, this week based on his recent performances, uh, but we'll get to that a little later. So, yeah, Vernon Davis is definitely a guy. I would put Vernon Davis in before Ertz and Kelsey this week. Fair enough. And Vernon Davis, $200 cheaper than your boy Jack Doyle, just in case you need a little bit of extra cash to make your Week 9 lineup. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Tony, let's look at the flex position. Vernon Davis is running away with this at 53%, okay, at 4,100. But some of the other guys you have in there, Russell Shepard, Ed Dixon, and Orleans Darkwa, I think you must be talking about here. It says Orleans Dixon, but that's okay. I'm not like the... The trollers on Twitter who I want to get to a little oh, bit later I on. I want to get to them a little bit later on. You got, but you're talking about Orleans Darkwa at 3,800. My concern is it's something of a committee behind a piss poor offensive line. Tony, why do you love Orleans Darkwa this week? Well, when you get 3,800 bucks, and Fair. I talked about Ty Hilton's numbers a little earlier. Uh, we're talking about a guy that threw up 117 against a great Denver defense, right. and that could have been a situation there. But eight carries, 69 yards versus. Um, the Chargers there. And you can ask, it's a legitimate question. Why doesn't this guy get the ball more? He got 21 times against Denver, right? Then last week against Seattle, he only got nine times. He got eight times against the Chargers, seven times against Philly. I don't know what the hell this offensive coordinator is doing. They've changed the offensive coordinators. He gets the ball. He's the guy that's the best in that backfield. It's $3,800, but it's a gamble because you don't know what he's going to get. But it's worth a gamble on a couple lineups uh, because of the price. All right, Tony likes Orleans Darkwa. 19% of the people agree. Tony, real quick, let's go to the defenses here because I think that I, I like three of the defenses in this poll. I think three of them are poised to do big work. We talk about Saxonville getting Marcel Darius. Also, the cat scratch fever of our best friends forever used to say. The Rams defense, I love. You know, Wade Phillips has that defense trending in the right direction against Eli Manning and a bad offensive line. I think Aaron Donald could wreck 
that game and give me the Philadelphia Eagles in that pass rush against Brock Osweiler, West Coast to East for a non-conference road game. I like all three of those depending on what you need in the price. The people are going 54% with Jacksonville. Tony, couldn't Jacksonville be over-owned this week? Oh, they're going to definitely be over-owned. And uh, we can't afford to pay the Jacksonville prices for the people. Uh, We can't afford the Eagles, as you mentioned. The Eagles uh, facing the Denver Broncos. Brock Osweiler at the helm. Looks like Ronald Dobby is going to be good to go there. Yeah, Uh, yeah, so he'll be there. I don't want him back. I just traded for Demarius Thomas in the league. So I would like Dobby to take one more week to make sure he's absolutely rested. Uh, But (laughs) I would like to see... Uh, the, so the Eagles' defense, to me, is uh, looking good. I like all the defenses in this poll. Uh, I think the cheap one is the Falcons, right? $2,600 against Cam Newton. If Cam Newton gets wild and throws the ball, we haven't seen some pickoffs uh, with Cam Newton there. And it's only 2600 bucks. Uh, but to me, the, the three higher-priced ones are the ones that go for If you have the money and want to go there, we always throw one cheap one in there for you. All right, fair enough. And it sounds like, Tony, we fit the people's lineup in under the budget. So when we come back, we're going to hear Tony's lineup, Speeds' lineup on FanDuel, and we'll see what the people are into. It's Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. So I ask you, Tony, why not Zeke? Kansas City is actually a lot better against the run than the pass. I wouldn't play him, though, in my lineup this week. I would actually drop down to Mark Ingram at $7,600. And if I was going to pair him up, I'd pair him up with Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. in this game. And I think Kareem Hunt is going to be under own this week. $8,600, 7600 I'll go with those two guys. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back to Lock on the Block Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dave Martinez and Tony Sincata. And Tony, I think we're going to just, right about now, we're going to say three different lineups, yours, mine, and the people. And there's going to be some overlap in them for the first time. The people are getting their lineup in, true people's lineup in under the budget. Tony, what do you have as your DraftKings lineup? Because the people are tuning in for the Tony Sincata. Yeah, I'm stacked at running back. I'll go with Tom Savage. We discussed it earlier at 4,500. I'm going to love the receivers, love the matchup. Kareem Hunt and Mark Ingram, my two running backs. Devin Funches, T.Y. Hilton, Mike Thomas uh, there at wide receiver. Tight end Jack Doyle. And I'm going to go with Orleans Dakwa. And I'm using the Arizona defense against the San Francisco 49ers. Mr. Beats Hard, as you call him, knows he's on the last legs. And uh, he's a dead man walking as they've already brought in his replacement. Yeah, true. And... No left tackle Joe Staley, I believe, either. That doesn't really oh, help no. either. That doesn't help either. All right. Yo, uh, Tony, I'm over on FanDuel, and we're going to be saying a lot of the same names. I went the other way. I have Drew Brees as my quarterback at 8,300. My running backs are Kareem Hunt, who you talked about, and Chris Thompson, who I think is pretty much along with uh, Vernon Davis, the only guys left standing in that offense. My wide receivers, I'm stacking Brees up with Michael Thomas. I think this is the week he goes over 100 yards for the first time this season. Then I got the cheap guys, T.Y. Hilton and Devin Funches. I'm going back to the well in Washington with Chris Thompson and Vernon Davis as my tight end. I'm going to catch a case of VD. My, uh, defense is the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're putting pressure on Brock Osweiler all day long, Tony. But Tony, I kind of want to put in another lineup and have it have Tom Savage as my quarterback. 
Oh, you always have that right. It's America. So you can go as many times as you want if you'd like to get in the right tournament. The people's lineup to recap, Drew Brees, Adrian Peterson, Kareem Hunt, Devin Funches, Mike Thomas, Cooper Cup, Jack Doyle, Vernon Davis, and the Eagles. If you're playing a little basketball tonight, i got a lineup mm. for you. And one of the guys is your favorite. I have Shelvin Mack and Terrence Ross in Orlando tonight. Of course, playing at high place, 38-3900. LeBron James. And then Kyle Kuzma, yeah. Kuzma. get some playing time. Kevin Love, Wesley Matthews, Demar Carroll, and John Wall is tonight's uh, NBA lineup over at DraftKings. Tony, over the weekend, by the next time I see you, uh, we have just won the people so much cash, it's ridiculous. They're going to hit tonight in the NBA. They're going to hit week nine in the NFL. By the time I see you on Monday, we're going to be talking about maybe some Monday-Thursday lineups and also some NBA action. But I will see you Sunday morning in the 10 o'clock hour as we host Lineup Lock Live and you come on talk a little DFS. we got a big-time crew on Sunday, so if people have their 11th hour questions or want to hear if you had any changes, uh, they could tune in then, right? Absolutely, because of the NFL, if we've learned anything over the last two days, every day things change. Yeah. Every minute things change. Who knows what the hell will happen next? Yeah, absolutely. There could be a three-judge panel hearing tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's actually possible. There was, a, there was a judge that was on vacation. Maybe they find three judges that'll work on Saturday, you know, that are big-time Kansas City Chiefs fans, or their opponent has Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. You never know, and that's why you gotta tune in to Lineup Lock Live Monday through Friday from uh, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, and also on Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tony, maybe we'll even do the DK KMS uh, trivia contest on our shows one of these weeks because let me tell you something, no one's getting up to level three even. Uh, I can't wait to see it because I'll tell you right now, we like to go and we like to have fun and we like to win. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And Tony also will then go up to uh, Minnesota with you with a big game where Justin Timberlake is playing. He's already taught you his dance moves. He's already told you about his spooning. He's already told you he'll pick up the tab for you. Travel, hotel, the food, it's all on the Tony Sincata, And he'll have extra cash after we hit on week nine. Tune in on Sunday morning and on Monday through Friday next week where we celebrate all the cash. We just won everybody. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata line up block live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Happy weekend, Tony.